at Exhibit, I'm, very, I'm surrounded by a lot of knowledge and years and years of experience, which is super cool. Um, and they just want everybody to do well. So, and I've felt that every brewery I've been at, which is awesome. But now having like, I feel like I have a solid foundation to go from here, which is awesome. So, And that was Kenzie, Pinkwood Scholarship winner and brewer at Exhibit A on this week's episode of Brew Roots. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me as always is Matt and Erica. What up, everyone out there in podcast land? Hello! We certainly have an awesome episode for you this week, uh, but I did want to give a shout out to Ryan from Angry Orchard for doing the episode yeah, last week. That was awesome. Yeah. I hope you guys all enjoyed that. Something different. Yeah. You know? And self-admittingly, was not the biggest Angry Orchard fan, and then I had Crisp again this weekend. Right. For the first time in a while. Yeah. It was good. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I've kind of like gone back to them a little bit. Yeah. And the thing I, you know, it's funny when we were listening to the interview and Ryan mentioned that he's like, yeah, we might be, you know, one of the more recognizable names in cider. Cider's still like 1% of yeah, the craft, you like know. Nothing. Like, so it's like, it's like being that really cool band, but only like 500 people know about you. Right. Yeah. Right. But still, Angry so. Orchard. <laughs> really cool. Really cool. Thank you, Ryan, again for doing that. And, uh, yeah, I love that. And we had a lot of listeners, so I think our listeners enjoyed it as well. But uh, I guess you kind of know what I drank this weekend, but Eric and Ryan, what else did you guys drink? I've been drinking uh, Mighty Squirrel Dear Mary. Really? Oh. Yes. Tell yeah. us about that one. Um, it's really good. Um, I want to say it's like 8, no, 7.2%. Um, it's, Solid. Uh, it's a, I believe it's a New England IPA of sorts. Um <laughs> I think it might even be a double. Uh, hold on, let me try to find it. Yes, double single hopped Nelson New England IPA. Wow, that's nice. very good. Nice. Hey JP, how are you? Yo. Yo. That's cool. I've been having, you know, a mix of things. Checking your extensive Untapped account uh, right now. Yes. God, how so I hate Untapped. Extensive. <laughs> um, I know, but it is a great way to track all the delicious beers you drink when you're like me and you just forget things day to day. Yeah. Um, so I had actually, um, Trader Joe's kind of does their own beer thing. They partner with different breweries and, oh, I've um, been wanting to try that. Yeah. So they have a bourbon barrel aged Columbia Supremo out right now. Um, and they partnered with Hardwood Park Craft Brewery. Um, and it was delicious. Huh. Yeah. It was really smooth, well-balanced, uh, great coffee, nose, bourbon flavor, but it didn't like burn. It was a nice warming, you know, flavor for sure. But it wasn't like, oh god, this has been barrel aged and I'm dying. Ah. Yeah, um, I hear you. yeah, no, it was, oh, it was really good. Um, then on a completely other spectrum, I had an amazing uh, farmhouse saison from Blackberry Farm Brewery today called Classic. Classic. It was classic. Classic. No, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Um, you can find that at the Craft Beer Cellar. Cool. Yeah. I um, got to try the Night Shift's Hard Tea. I have had that. That it's really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, someone who admittingly loves uh, not Mike's hard uh, twisted, twisted tea. tea. <laughs> I love twisted tea. Um, this was great. This was green tea and, and citrus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really good. And mm -hmm. and admittingly, I did not have it at like perfect temperature, like refrigerator cold. I had it in the refrigerator maybe for like an hour. Yeah. yeah and it yeah. was still really good, but cold is like. Perfect. Yeah, I it's had a, a sweet spot. I don't know that. if it was the same version or not, but I had one um, over the summer 
and it was amazing. It was like, oh, this is a great summer drink. Yeah, and and I hadn't heard about it until mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And uh yeah, I it I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then uh I had the honey I, it's not honey well, but uh the honey IPA that uh our friends over at Widowmaker make. And oh. I love their can yes. art for that one. It's like the white can, it's got the gold honeycombs mm-hmm. on it into yep. their logo. Um Again, I, I will say it like I am such a sucker for branding. So if your can art like has dope branding, your like, marketing like, is on point. Like yeah, I love, fine. I tr- I love. Uh, this is going to segue into our next subject. Like I love Neil Gilded Skull's art. Oh um, yeah, and he has by far some of the best IPAs in for my sure. opinion. Uh, but I mean, if I didn't know anything about Neil, his story, or anything like that, I would grab his IPAs yeah. off the shelf just purely they based upon out. how they stand out. For sure. Um, in saying that, congratulations. He has been nominated to be one of the... Uh, oh, yeah, the best uh, new brewery in, uh, in the country. Yeah, nominated, from- so um, you can vote every day. Yes. I think that's... It's live now. It's live now. Yeah, uh, I did it last night. What it is? I check his Facebook or his USA Instagram. Today. Thank you. Yeah, I yes. knew it was one of those ones. I was going to say CNN for some weird no, reason. No, <laughs> no, not that. Nope. Um, yeah, it's all over our social. We've shared it as well. So um, definitely take a look and vote every day if you can. And a uh, fun fact: you can vote from multiple computers because they only track IP just addresses. Yeah. Um, Are you telling people to cheat, Matt? I'm not telling people to cheat. I'm just saying that I know specifically that certain breweries did that last year. Yeah. And, so and support. It's fair game, <laughs> and uh, and you know what? I endorse uh, Neil. On this one, yeah, and Gildersville, because I think they are the only Massachusetts brewery on this list. They are, and, uh, and if uh, you don't know his story, just, listen to uh, our episode. Go back on our little doobly doo, yeah, <laughs> and find it. So uh, we're gonna post a link to that USA Today. Uh, you can vote once a day, and I guess you can vote more if you have more than one smart device or computer just or iPad. Uh, and not that I did that at twelve o'clock last night, and then <laughs> twelve o' one last night. Uh, but hey, you know. Do what I gotta do. Go Gilded Skull. Yeah. And support Mass Beer because you know what? We want to be on that. Last year we had vitamin C and yeah. panel marker. Uh, and that I was awesome. We actually have a couple other lists going, which I, because I, that's what I do. I just got distracted and scrolled through all of their lists. They have um, Best Beer City. Boston's on there. And um, Portland, Maine is on there. And then they had like a small town one with like Portsmouth, New Hampshire's on there. That's awesome. Um, and then they had Best Beer Can Art and vitamin C was on there. So well, they clearly <laughs> did not see Neil's. <laughs> yeah, didn't see Neil's can art. For not that, that vitamin one. C doesn't but, have like awesome. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think he actually won that last year. I think um, if you go back, I'm pretty sure. But either way, so go through check all the other awards you're doing because there's some awesome yeah. New England representation going on. And that kind of goes back to our episode uh, with Wormtown when we talked about Massachusetts being. Yeah. The best beer scene. I mean, Boston really is. I mean, I think when they say Boston, it really is encompassing all of Massachusetts. Yeah. Because they're not going to be like, oh, uh, Peabody, Massachusetts or Salem, Massachusetts <laughs> has like the best beer scene. <laughs> right. You know, right. I think when they say Boston, I'm saying this, but yeah. I think Massachusetts has the best beer scene. I've said it multiple times. We're I love Portland, Maine. Right now. I love Portland, Maine. I think they have some of the best breweries in a half solid, a mile. Solid, <laughs> yes. in a In a, you know... <laughs> Let's say uh, we want to talk a, strictly cities in a, in a twenty mile <laughs> radius. Yeah, right, in a right. city atmosphere, Portland, Maine, yeah, has the best breweries. You yeah. could play catch between like four or five exactly. of them. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're Tom Brady, you could probably throw out the whole length of the street. Right. Right. <laughs> but I would say Maine has excellent breweries mm-hmm. as well. But from point to point, Massachusetts has breweries all over. Even I mean, we state go state to state. Right. Notch to Treehouse to uh, Widowmaker to... Bright Ideas. Bright Ideas. I mean, there's so many good breweries in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, and when you think of a city, yes, Portland, Maine, I would agree. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, I'm probably going to get flacked for that from no, Massachusetts cool. people. It's cool. But 
you know <laughs> what do you think ryan um i have no opinion mm. all right cool. I, th- I think they're both amazing towns <laughs> in their own because i think um or states or just states yeah Yeah. they i think they're unique you know i think each state has kind of their voice and what they like to do um you know you can definitely taste a beer from like portland maine and you can be like yeah you know that's kind of like a portland kind of taste the vibe yeah um and same thing with a lot of the massachusetts beers especially from region to region you know um and you know i'm sure that water has to has something to do with it but you know, you get what I'm saying. Which is a perfect segue is Brewers is trying to get 50 states. You episodes. bet we are. So, yeah. you know, we're at, I think, 12, 13, 14, whatever. <sighs> Who's counting? <laughs> um, but you know what? We have we have done a terrible job of representing New England as a whole. You know, we have not gotten Rhode Island and we have not no, gotten Connecticut. No, we're, we're missing a couple states still. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to yeah. get them. We're working on that now. We're so, actively working on that. If any of our Brewers listeners out there want to or want us to interview a Rhode Island brewery or Connecticut brewery specifically specifically DM us on Instagram yeah you can find us at Brewers on every social media all of them but we are most active on Instagram it's true also we are very active on Patreon yeah so you should find us there yes uh, Brewers podcast patreon.com Brewers podcast because I can't remember the password for the Brewers one. So, yeah. Yeah. So finally, we got some cool stuff there. Uh, we do. Glassware, merch. Yeah. Um, Beer merch. We, yeah. are, we don't have our own glassware yet. No. There's been so many requests. Trust we, we, me. We've, all we've our talked fans, about yeah. it. it. It's eventually going to come. Mm, Promise. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm so excited for this week because uh, we talked with Kenzie. And this was one yeah. of my recently favorite episodes. Just because yeah. um, I love hearing people's journeys from like, yeah, they took a whim at working at a brewery and then like, right. boom, you're a brewer. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, and huge shout out to Pink Boots for helping her along her yeah. way. Um, it's a really awesome story and it was really great talking to her. It was cool. Yeah. And we found someone who has almost as thick of a Boston accent as Ryan. Almost. Really close. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> Ryan, who, who, has your, who has you beat? Do you think she has you beat? Mm, I think I think we're tied. I think you're tied. <laughs> tied. Okay. Uh, I wish you said something like, "Nah, we're not." Nah, kid. Nah. nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, Ryan. <laughs> we're gonna get to the episode because we have some awesome things in the, in the outro. Episode. Yeah, and the outro too yeah. for you. Ryan, the outros a, are always fun. So yeah. you know, even if you just skip ahead, just just take a listen. Don't skip ahead. No, don't skip ahead. But I'm just saying, if like you've listened to it or like you want to go back and listen to some of our old outros, you know, yeah, they're fun. We have celebrities sometimes. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, we've had quite the evening. The best evening. I mean, not quite Ryan getting lost in the wood or stuck in the woods. No, not quite, but close. Another one for the history. Yeah. 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 And and we're here with an awesome guest tonight. We are. This one has been months in the making. Literally, months literally in months in the yes. making. And it's it's <laughs> yes. more on our our part because we have te- terrible schedules that we're it's, less flexible than some of our yeah, guests sometimes. Yeah, it's just been one thing after another. Yeah. Um, but I've been excited to do this because every week we mention pink boots. Yeah, and you that, guys all know pink boots. Sometimes I, I, we talk about scholarships, and yeah. you know that you want you got a scholarship. I did. Someone said that you got a scholarship and they were pissed that you got a scholarship. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember. Oh, so weird. Remember that Twitter battle? Oh, the Twitter <laughs> yeah. battle. That was a good one. That was funny. Yeah. But. Anyways. Yeah. Cool. Next subject. Next time. <laughs> uh, but nobody said that 
this person didn't deserve this. No, <laughs> this no, I don't think so. I don't think there are any Twitter battles over yeah. it. But, not uh, yet. Not <laughs> yet. But uh, yeah, we're here with Kenzie from Exhibit A. All right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you for having me, guys. No I appreciate problem. it. Anytime. And Kenzie, so I don't butcher it. Please tell our listeners what scholarships you were awarded. It's a mouthful. So it was the concise uh, course in world brewing uh, through Pink Boots, and it's taught by Siebel. It's a three-month uh, concise online course. That's awesome. And before we get too much into that, because I definitely yeah. want to divulge into every word that you said, because every word. I, I want to I want to understand what that what that scholarship actually means. Yes, um, sure. We ask every guest here uh, your role at the brewery that you work at and your first yep. memory of beer. Let's see. So I am a brewer at Exhibit A. Um, I, you know, spend a lot of time on the production team doing uh, packaging, a lot of some cellaring as well. Um, my first memory of beer, my first like full memory, probably I lived in Portland, Maine for a while. So I grew up um, in college. Well, I, I didn't grow up in college. I was in college <laughs> there. And um, I remember going to concerts at this place called State Theater and seeing um, Bass Nectar, actually, and them having, like, Allagash on tap and being like, okay, nice. this is cool. Like, I don't really know what, <laughs> you know, what's going on, but this is cool. So, uh, and then I kind of took a love for it there because Portland was a great place to turn 21. For so. sure. Oh, for sure. sure. There's yeah. best place, so many probably. great breweries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so you said you went to college up in Maine. Um Based upon your Boston yeah. accent, did you grow up in Maine? I'm guessing no. <laughs> no, no. I uh, I grew up in Lynn. Okay, cool. Um, nice. I'm a North Shore girl. Um, I live in Dorchester now. Um, yeah, so I grew up there. And then I went to Salem State my freshman year. Yeah. And then I went uh, sophomore year, senior year, up at University of Southern Maine. Nice. Very cool. What did you uh, yeah. What did you study? The original plan. If you <laughs> yeah. What's the original plan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to do nursing, which totally did obviously didn't pan <laughs> I think out. We all did. Uh, I don't know about you, but I also went yeah, for nursing. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'd be, I'd love this. And right. Then I was like, oh no, <laughs> how do people do Not this? At like, all. actually, all my roommates are, including my boyfriend, are in healthcare, and I'm like, God bless. Like, here's some beer. Yeah. to get you through <laughs> right. um but i studied health science i okay. ended up because i was on that kind of um biology sciencey route so i yeah. kind of just finished with that so um it was good it was the uh easier it was the easier route <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely that way so totally how did you um how did craft beer find you i guess i don't want to say how did you fall into craft beer but yeah. how did how did craft beer and kenzie meet <laughs> well, so actually I was working at Lynn City Hall um, in charge of a grant and also part time at Bentwater uh, right after I left college. And when I say graduated, I actually still have two classes left. Um, so I asked my uh, guy friends at Bentwater if they needed help in the lab just because I got along. I just basically bartended there. I was like, you know, maybe I can get some college credits out of <laughs> helping in the lab. And they're yeah. like, oh, sure, you know, whatever. So the college credits didn't pan out, oh. <laughs> but the, the whole lab experience did. And that's kind of how I got into it. Um, so the, the bartending was a great start. Um, but then I, my flex, uh, 
my schedule at city hall was flexible so i would kind of just show up to the lab when i could and it was just like menial tasks you know like atp swabs stuff like that nothing crazy um but that i was like oh cool like i feel like i could use my degree you know or my kind of degree right right um so that's kind of how it found me and then i went from there um and i knew the grant had an end to it at some point so i'm like all right what do i want to do and that's kind of fell into it so That's awesome. Yeah. So where, did you stay at Bentwater from there or how did you go from Bentwater to Exhibit A? So, okay. So I <laughs> um, was at Bentwater from 2017 to 2019-ish, um, bartending and like helping here and there in the yeah. lab. Um, and then the whole grant thing, you know, I just, I, I don't think I was ever made to sit at a desk. I'm like pretty active. Like I like to hike and snowboard and stuff like that. So, um, I knew someone that was saying mighty squirrel was looking for interns. So because my city hall schedule was flexible, I was actually able to do both be an intern at uh, squirrel while also working city hall so nice. it was really long weeks like 60 70 hour weeks oh, sometimes yeah. but both both jobs were very flexible because i was That's an cool. intern there which was awesome they were really like understanding that i had other commitments and then city hall kind of knew that that time was running out you know on right. that grant so that kind of deal uh so from then on um 2019 summer is when I started at Harpoon, like my first full-time packaging gig. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so it was awesome. And I was really excited. I'm like, okay, cool. So I can finally (laughs) make a transition and not have to work 1,700 jobs. And (laughs) um, then that's how I ended up at Exhibit. After my year-ish at Harpoon, um, Exhibit was hiring and I applied there. So um, that's kind of where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you find Pink Boots early in your brewing career or was that something you found later into it? Um, probably in the middle, I would say. the right. I k- kind of spent like a year at Bentwater being like, which was shame on me for having this view of it as like, uh, you know, I'm bartending. I don't know if I have as much to add, you know, kind of mm-hmm. because that kind of deal. And then about like a year, I'm like, you know what, like this is really cool and I have an interest in it. I might as well. Because there's people from, I didn't realize at first how how widespread Pink Boots was, that, yeah. that it wasn't just brewers and seller men, women, that kind of like production. It was everything, marketing, that. So uh, probably in like 2018. So I've been a member for about two, two and a half years. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And you know, what keeps you going? Obviously, I'm I'm not a Pink Boots member. Erica Dean, a Pink Boots member. <laughs> yeah. So she's always telling me about it. And I'm jealous. But, yeah. And, uh, I wish I could go. Well, I can, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, what keeps you going to these Pink Boots meeting? What's the camaraderie like? And, and, and kind of getting together with like-minded people. It's super supportive. Even on this newer meeting this past week, last week, um, the new leader just did a great job. And you could tell everyone was super supportive of just wanting it to go the right way. And just like, what can I do to help? What can I, you know, and... And having a shared experience is just so important to be like there. There's a whole group of people, whether it be everyone in Massachusetts or just throughout the country or countries um, where I'm sure if there's a unique situation you're going through, someone else has been through it. Something what feels like unique where you can reach out, learn. Um, like I know I've helped on the education committee a little bit for pink boots, um, starting at exhibit, I was like, my learning really took off there. So I kind of like had 
wasn't as involved in the education committee, but um, Sue, she works at Crohn's over there. So even like how diverse the jobs are in hmm. Pink Boots and how much you can yeah. learn. So yeah. just that kind of keeps me going and also trying to, you know, peg people like I was in the beginning and be like, come on, join, <laughs> you know, join, yeah, no, it. definitely, all the it's time. worth it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I always find it interesting when somebody joins the industry early in their careers, um, education wise, obviously you didn't go to Siebel, you didn't go to UC Davis to learn your, yeah. your craft. Um, totally. how instrumental has, you know, a group like Pink Boots been and, and your peers just, you know, teaching you what you know and, do you read any yeah. books to kind of help you with that too or forms or yeah. anything? Yeah, no, I mean, so I'm a big podcast and video learner. I'm really trying to nail down the reading as well. But when I'm reading a book, I kind of like to watch videos on it as well because it really <laughs> yeah. reinforces yeah. it for me. For sure. Um, but Pink Boots has been super instrumental in me learning, just feeling, like I said, like a sense of camaraderie of there's someone for everything I might want to learn from, which is awesome. Um, but... For even from Bentwater to Mighty Squirrel, I've always been encouraged. Um, I would say that my learning has been because of the short time I've spent at each place. Like Bentwater was bartending, which was great. So I started to learn about beer and what I liked and different styles, which was great. Um, Mighty Squirrel, I kind of just got my feet wet in packaging, you know, like yeah. that kind of deal. And Harpoon actually ended up being a lot, a lot of beer knowledge, but a lot of mechanical kind of, you know, working mm. on the machines, that kind of deal. So going to exhibit, having a small group, I felt super supportive and I've kind of been able to finally like hone in on like cellaring skills and learning that kind of stuff and taking my like small bits of learning and finally like having it come full circle, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and um, really see, but uh, having exhibit at exhibit I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of knowledge and years and years of experience which is super cool yeah. um and they just want everybody to do well so and i've felt that every brewery i've been at which is awesome but now having like i feel like i have a solid foundation to go from here which is awesome yeah. so that is that's super helpful yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right um you being in kind of a unique position where you worked mostly as a part-time employee um right. did you find us that your education kind of wasn't as good as it could have been if you were full-time or did you, you know, how, how does someone in your situation previously kind of make the most of their situation, you know, with limited time? Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I don't think I realize how the part-time really like helped and didn't help all at the same time. I wish, I'm so glad I took the plunge and took the job at Harpoon, but I wish I did it sooner. I wish I kind of was just like, okay, like I know I want to do this. I just don't know do what's it. holding me back. <laughs> right. Cause I would have had probably the extra year, but like, I'm still young, you know, like I, I'm oh, glad yeah. I took the plunge and, um, I would say for anybody that's thinking about doing it, just do it yeah. and start reading the books earlier and don't be afraid to try. And it's worth it because the sooner you start, the more, you know, and there's so many cool resources out there to yeah. learn online. So absolutely. All right. Before we get into too much uh, further, I do have a quick message from our sponsors. So take it away, Sound Guy Ryan. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. 
Cheers. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUITS for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. Alright, and we are back. Um, I always find it fascinating when someone, you know, works at a Harpoon, works at a Sam Adams, works at at these bigger, even watch you such bigger breweries. That have been around that for been like around. ever. Yeah. And, um, you know, you worked in packaging and, and a lot of times people have a misconception of what packaging is. You know, it's it's you're putting the liquid into the, the beer and there's quality control that goes into that. And mm-hmm. um, it's important for that beer that goes into a bottle, that goes into a can, they taste the same. Um, what... We, obviously harpoon has that down to a science i'm sure you learned a ton from them um talk about that 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 experience you know working at a bigger brewery and not to say that exhibits small but i mean certainly it's it's smaller scale than harpoon <laughs> sure yeah yeah so at harpoon i kind of went in just having a little bit of knowledge from mighty squirrel packaging there which is cool um but harpoon is a different beast you know we're contract brewing we're contract packaging we're stuff like that so i kind of started we have two floors packaging um so i started on the bottom floor which is where once the cans come down they're getting put into the tray packer they're getting pack tech so learning like the pack tech machine how to troubleshoot that um stuff like that you know certain wraps that are going around the 12 packs versus 24 packs even by the time so close when I was on the way out, we were starting to package 19 twos. So that's like coming down with the lower radar where the cans are just so top heavy. They're just like, boom, 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 just saying, you know, all falling, you know, figuring that out. Was, so there's um, more mechanics than I was expecting to learn. Um, and then about halfway in, I started to move upstairs to learn how to run the filler, which was great. It's a 32 fill head system. So a lot of like different quality stuff comes with that. You know, even the smallest thing of like a nicked gasket or something like that can cause a whole hours of delays, which is crazy. So, um, you know, and the difference I would say is you have to have that really good communication with the seller to make sure DOs and CO2 and all that. I mean, we, we had the CDGM machine up there to check those, um, for harpoon, but to make sure to see if there's a delay in the seller, is it going to take longer for packaging? Do we need to switch out the raw goods to keep the day moving? Cause harpoon was two shifts. It was generally it was two shifts for packaging it was 5 a.m to one and then one to nine um but nine was kind of till everything was done and wrapped up yeah so sometimes i was there till 4 a.m oh. not not off not often yeah. but you know we had a great boss who would try to make it um, the business almost right three shifts and said yeah right but um which the but then the flip side to that is is you know having our smaller team at exhibit now is like 
you get to see the beer from start to finish. Yeah. So the, the communication from the brewer who's three feet away <laughs> to, I, you know, I know I transferred this and I know that so I, I'm learning to carve beers, like that I carved it, stuff like that. So the questions of quality are like, it's like sometimes a little bit easier to get to the root of the issue because yeah. you got to see it through. Right. Whereas it's like, you know, with Harpoon, like we had a great communication and it was a great team, but it's still that kind of like delay of like, okay, like person? it's such a big place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I want to know about the scholarship. So yeah. we're, we're here to know sure. about the scholarship. So tell us more. Yeah. So, I mean, it started last May, if I remember, because like I was saying, all the times blending in. <laughs> yeah. um, it was a two and a half month, three month scholarship. So actually at the time I wasn't working at Harpoon just because of the pandemic and all that stuff but um it basically just covers the whole brewing process from start to finish um brewing history um best practices quality packaging cellaring anything you can really think of so i the best part honestly is that i got to really dive into stuff i wasn't expecting um and got a lot of knowledge yeah and the quality stuff really interests me i'm still just getting my feet wet you know i'd love to uh work in the lab someday full-time and do stuff like that and brew as well um but this was a great resource to kind of get that started um and really see what i'm interested in as well as the fact that i still have all that information so now you know when i when I took the course, I actually wasn't working, like I said. So now that I'm kind, kind of, of like apply all that, right? Yes. Yeah. So like it was a little bit tough just in that aspect. But now that I'm full time doing all the stuff that I was learning, I'm really excited to kind of go back and re-review that information as well and be like, OK, like I read about this before, um, but now I'm actually doing it. <laughs> so, right. It's it's helpful and I can apply these concepts and stuff of that nature. So. so it's a concise course of the entire process of brewing, making beer. Basically, basically. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It dives into like malting, different hops, where they're from, different regions. That's awesome. I know, different countries, stuff like that. So it, it really is, is like... Um, for someone who doesn't know what they're interested in, what part of the brewing world or yeah. brewing process is a great, great course to take because it's like, okay, because there's some stuff, you know, that I was happy to learn that isn't, you know, my top right. priority of learning, right? But like, it still is good to know. But then there's other stuff that I'm like, oh, you know, that's great to know. And I'd like to mostly like quality kind of stuff yeah. that I'd love to dive into and the whole packaging process. And it's also interesting to see like there's a lot it's i believe based on german practices for the most part um you know they talk about american practices as well but even just like the four vessel systems versus like the two or three you know (laughs) in the states yeah Yeah. Yeah. so just like going through those and learning and stuff like that that's cool and so you said kind of the qc qa topics were your favorite yeah 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 i am interested in that yeah so let's delve into that what is that exactly what did you guys learn about you know it was interesting to apply the qa qc to packaging and just like where things can go wrong uh, in the yeah. least likely places, especially like if you, pla- you know, this was before I was at exhibit. So if you flash back to Harpoon, it was like, like I was saying, you know, you have a two floor packaging line. There's so many places where things can 
deviate yeah. from the original <laughs> plan and, you know, talking to the lab and was this actually a seller issue or, you know, how did this get here? And it can be the smallest thing, you know, so it's just taking those um, big picture and trying to put the puzzle pieces together. That <laughs> stuff really interests me. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, any bits of knowledge that you learned that you were like, I have never done that in my career and I probably should have been doing this. You know what? Nothing super specific, but just how much they dove into the details of that, you know, like surface level, I understand what's going on and the best practices and, but just how specific, if you take one, you could go throughout the brewery and apply this to probably every single process, how, you can go dive in so deep to each process. And that's kind of what it did. The class is like there, like I was saying before, I was like, there are a lot of things that I'd like to go look at and go back and learn, but there are some things that I really want to nail down and just kind of like how other places do them. And that's what it kind of went through. And, and as broad as that statement sounds, that's exactly how the class was. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Like you were saying, it's interesting. It kind of exposes you to a lot of different topics that then you can mm-hmm. dive into on your own or, or whatever. Totally. Yep. Did, did the course uh, change your career trajectory, do you think, in your mind? Um, I think it just solidified more that I was doing what I cool. wanted to keep doing and that, I, you know, I when I applied for the scholarship, I kind of had like a timeline outlined for myself to, you know, leave packaging and I still do packaging now, but, you know, start to learn seller and eventually brew. And, um, this was really a good kickstart for that to kind of keep me going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of keep learning and really feel like there are, cause you know, when you, I hate using the phrase get stuck in packaging because it's so important. It's so important. And I've learned so much and I'm still learning so much, but you don't usually just jump right from packaging to brewing. You know what I mean? There are so many steps steps in between. between. (laughs) There's so many steps in between and it's been really, really cool to be able to, I want to learn all those steps and I want to follow them through because I listen to people who have been brewing for years who know all those steps and it just makes you a better brewer in my opinion. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of gives you that credibility, I think, just to say, you know, I I was in, you know, I was in your spot. I know exactly what you're going through. Totally. And like, I know some people that I've talked to just like going to school is awesome, but having the experience is really like, and then school on top of it is great. Super important. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Speaking of that, have you signed up for any courses since taking the Siebel one or? No, not not yet. Um, I am trying to finish those two college courses, which is awesome. <laughs> One is physics, so that will help with brewing. Yeah, but um, I've been reading the yeast malt water um, hop series. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm uh, trying to dive into that and That's awesome. take advantage like of some of the White Labs videos on their YouTube yeah. channel yeah, and stuff great. like that, which yeah. is, yeah. And because Chris White is one of the people that wrote the yeast book. Yeah. So it's, it's super helpful, like I was saying at the beginning, just to kind of... <laughs> follow along definitely definitely so, yeah that's uh, a good tip actually check out white labs youtube yeah, channel, seriously, i guess yeah. <laughs> i have to go check it out yeah home. they have a lot of cool stuff for home brewers too yeah, yeah. So. oh i'm glad you, you yeah, segued into my next subject yeah. um are you home brewing at all or you know you doing all the brewing at, at exhibit 
So yeah, I haven't jumped on the brew house at exhibit quite yet, um, but I am actually just looking into starting to learn how to recipe right nice. um, at my house. So um, I do have like a little one gallon Northern Brewer kit that I'm hoping <laughs> to start learning on. Awesome, um, awesome. Classic apartment size yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> brewing kit. Just don't do it on but, your stove um, top. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I live with people who are interested in also learning, which is great. Oh, so. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can I have like a little session to yeah. teach them? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you give us a sneak peek? What's what's exhibit doing for your pink boots beer? We are still concepting. That is are. for sure. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. We are That's still cool, concepting. Yeah. So a couple ideas in the works. Um, it's awesome to have three ladies, including myself, oh, yeah. to concept with, which is great. Um, but I know we're really excited. Yeah. So that will be coming up because I know March 8th, if I'm not mistaken, is I International think, Women's yeah, Day. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, so I think we're hoping to time something with that. But I know where there's a couple different plans in the works. So. All right. So before we get into too much more with Kenzie, I do want to just give a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor. Amazing sponsors. Take it away, Ryan. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right. Well, in the words of fucking Ryan, we're back. Fucking Ryan, kid. <laughs> fucking Ryan, boy. <laughs> uh, so we were just talking off air about, you know, you working at an exhibit. And, you know, when we interviewed Matt and Kelsey, they, they had a, they, not the initiative, but in diversity in the in the brew house was important to them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned off air that it's, it's the staff is 50-50 male and female ratio. Yeah. That's um, awesome. I think we just brought on Carl. Uh, who is our packaging specialist. So it might not, it was 50-50, but it's very close at this point. It still might be, I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, we have a great 51. team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nothing <laughs> nothing crazy off um, bringing one person on. So yeah, we have a great team. And I think, you know, um, Matt and Kelsey mentioning that before when you guys spoke to them, I really believe that they mean that um, because it really shows, <laughs> you yeah. know, in the back yeah, of the some... production team. Yeah. Um, this is my fourth brewery working at and this is the most women i've worked with i mean at um harpoon i was very welcome and very supported and encouraged but i was in boston in production the only female until close to the end where there was a female working in the lab yeah um and then katie who was the yeast lead um for harpoon up in vermont she ran the lab up there she was amazing but we didn't work you know she was in yeah so exhibit does a great job and it's nice to have that camaraderie you know yeah for sure uh 
something that's important also to my knowledge of the exhibit is, is sustainability. Have you learned a ton about about being sustainable with you know your packaging there? Oh, totally. Yep, it's been awesome. They do a great job. We're uh, really, really try to have local ingredients, which is awesome. We really work with Valley Malt a lot, um, stuff like that. So sustainable and packaging as well. Um, you know, we were do a really good job with our multiple runs a week. Um, just really trying to make it the best we can. And um, we've really, even from the time I started uh, to now, just the improvements we've made on the packaging line and Colleen's really jumped on stuff like that. Um, Us uh, tweaking the pack tech and me having a little bit of experience from that. You know, like you said, with Harpoon bringing that over, which is great. Um, And really kind of honing that in, you know, everyone still has their issues, you know, but like (laughs) classic, right? But um, I, to even see in the now I've been there seven ish months, six and a half, seven months, the improvements even and it started good to, to begin with, you know, yeah. um, it's been great. So, yeah, that's awesome to hear. That's good. We always I always kind of wonder what it's like just to, you know, start a brewery and then see what it is like seven months later, or six months later. And it sounds yeah. like your journey's just been awesome. It's I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been great. It's yeah. it's. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just in general brewing aside, I really like to just learn new things. So it's been right. great to just kind of be in an environment with a ton of knowledge and it it's encouraged to ask questions. No one's like, why, you know, yeah. it's like, I want to know more and I want to become a better brewer and I want, you know, stuff like that and having different backgrounds too, you know? Um, yeah. so 10 years of experience somewhere, five years you know like different places so it's great and I think you know I had a little bit of a different packaging background like we talked about from the bigger scale which like um you know brings a lot of help but also is different from a smaller you know the issues are different um but I think that's definitely something that was good to have added to the team so awesome yeah Uh, can we talk about the Pink Boots Network as a whole um obviously I follow the Pink Boots Facebook page, and I see so many great opportunities for 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 women in the in the uh, in the industry. You know, I, we've seen people posting jobs, you know, for Mike Squirrel, for Lord Hobo, what have you, or not. Yeah. Um, but it's also been an, a great community just for you guys to. It seems to bounce ideas off of each other. I, I mean, I don't see those, yeah, those private totally. conversations. But yeah. I'm sure. and now Pink Boots yeah. has the uh, their own community online, like a, oh, like their own Facebook page, I guess, for yeah, like a, a forum. Yeah, kind of. forum. Yeah. yeah. Have you been able to uh, learn from those forums and kind of communicate and, and, and just build a sense of community around it? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it can be from anything like due to like, you know, how do you uh, troubleshoot your pack tech or, you know, how do you deal with these quality issues to anything of like, hey, do you like these overalls? You know, like <laughs> it's just kind of yeah, like yeah. it's it's a it's a great place to find some commonality amongst and you know, the overall thing really helped me because I was looking for some good overalls and I found some, which was awesome. <laughs> which is but, awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but on the learning side too, even, you know, um, what book should I read next? Which, which videos should I watch and stuff like that has just been really helpful. And there's been times, and you know, the cool part is like, I really enjoy, you know, pandemic aside traveling and you can kind of post in there like, Hey, I'm headed to insert wherever, where should I visit? You know, where is there anywhere I could go and kind of learn and take a tour stuff like that. So, and people are really welcoming and want to have yeah, you for or just a beer meet which other is really cool in the uh, yeah. pink boots community somewhere absolutely yeah. so 
Um, I'm curious about the timeline of you getting awarded the scholarship. Um, my understanding is you were awarded it pre-COVID. Is that correct? Yeah. So yep. it's the expectation I I... you were going to be flown out to Siebel in Chicago or... No, so it was always online, was all, which okay, is cool. aw- awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, eventually that would be really, really cool to have that happen. Um, so I got awarded it in end of December of 2019, it must have been, into 2020. Um, with the There were, like, two options, the May to July, and I think it was, like, a September to November kind of thing, uh, which was great. And I chose just the sooner one, you know, just to kind of jump on it. Um, And then the, you know, all the COVID kind of stuff kind of happened, but it worked out great because some of the scholarships had to get postponed and rescheduled, whereas I kind of still got to, you know, learn and take, take take control of that. Yeah. Right. 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 So that was great. Oh, cool. So you didn't get like, let down that you didn't get to go. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's always the application. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. yeah. Um, talk about the scholarship um, application process. Was it easy? And did you expect to win it? I mean, was it something <laughs> that you were like, I definitely have this. You know. You no, know, no. I mean, I was surprised just because I still was so new kind of in the industry at that point, which doesn't just because you're new doesn't mean you can't win a scholarship. But that was kind of my thinking was like, OK, this is my first full time job. Like this would really help me probably in the future get to quicker, especially yeah. get to where I need want to be need to be. Um, so I applied and I kind of tried to make a point to like really stress like my timeline which you know is they said one of the reasons that I got to you know got awarded it just to say like okay in two years I want to be in the cellar and three years you know these these are my ways I want to get there and five years I want yeah yeah, so yeah, your, your totally. goals wasn't like six months. I want to own my own mega brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or just no, like no. up in the air, like in six months, I might take a job somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven months, That's I'm cool. gonna be in Vegas. Right, yeah, right, right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, yeah. So that was kind of one of the ways in the scholarship process. Yeah, just questions, kind of really showing like what you could do with it, not you could further your career and how you'd apply it to. And, and it worked out. So I kind of I ended up where I wanted to be. So yeah. that's perfect. That's awesome news. Yeah, so I guess it, Thank you. it's fair to ask. Are you on tra- you're on trajectory for where you want to go? <laughs> yeah. um, but what's yeah. what, what's next for you? Are you two years still? You know, you want to be in the cellar three years? You know, what what's what's next? I don't see myself leaving exhibit anytime soon. I love it there. Yay. I can really, yeah, I love it there. It's, it's a great place to be. Um, uh, I can really see myself growing there. Uh, you know, I, I think with the opportunity of having the title of brewer, but also being able to do a little bit of everything and hopefully eventually, you know, jump on the brew house and start learning how to brew. But I'm not in a rush to do that just because there's so much else that I want so to learn before yeah. I get there. Yeah, totally. And um, that's, yeah, I'm kind of where I wanted to be. You know, I, the pa- packaging was a great way to get started, but I knew it's not where I wanted to stay. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay. We, I still, we still package, you know, a couple of times a week where I'm still on the line, but it gets even dealt with getting to do some quality stuff and getting to do some cellaring and learn, you know, learning a new thing, how to put a spunding valve on and how to do this and how does it, you know, like stuff like that. So it's been really great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, I'm feeling, I just wanted to be in like in a learning rich environment, which is like, which, you know, in every brewery I was at, I felt that way, but especially now because it's a, 
whole plethora of different things that I'm learning. So yeah, that's awesome. Good uh, news. I, I'm interested <laughs> on a personal note, just uh, knowing you. You said you're uh, getting into recipe development. Uh, yeah. What resources have you been using kind of learn that uh, other than obviously your coworkers who are excellent at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have access to them, but, you know, our listeners totally. either. Uh, what uh, what yeah. resources for, you know, recipe development? There's Designing Great Beer um, is a great book that you can jump into. I haven't jumped into it too much just because I'm trying to finish that series I was talking about yeah. first. Um, then the Encyclopedia of Beer is also awesome. Um, it has just a little bit of everything it's kind of like oh you know i'm curious about this and that's kind of how you can jump into it but really like as simple as it sounds youtube's a great place to go yeah and it's really just like oh because if you if you have it depends on where you're at i think if you have the basic knowledge of brewing right you can kind of be like okay like how do I get to a high gravity beer? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what can I do at home to do that and get to this point? How long will I have to ferment it? You know, what's a good place to let a lager condition in my house? Stuff yeah. like that, <laughs> like, like small, small things. Yeah. That, but like, if you have that basic knowledge, then you know those things to kind of look up um, and watch videos on. Um, whereas, you know, if you're kind of just trying to jump into it, that's, that series that I'm reading now is awesome. Um, but even just watching homebrewers, really, that's how I started watching. I mean, I haven't really homebrewed much, but before I even was at Bentwater, I would just watch people talk about, you know, that's cool. Yeah, what that's they cool. like. Yeah. And that's kind of how you get into it and yeah. get a little bit of a knowledge and just strike up conversations with people too. Cause you learn a whole lot. So, yeah, yeah we heard about yeah. that today too. Just, being able like to talk to brewers and anyone who could like at different breweries, um, just to yeah, learn as much totally. as you can. Yeah. yeah. Right. Totally. And I even like, yeah, at Benwater, just talking to people. That's how I got in the lab, you know, just talking to the guys yeah. back there and just kind of, yeah. you know, making friends with them and stuff like that. So it's yeah. awesome. That's really good advice for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I want to know, what are you drinking at home? What's, what's in your beer fridge? Oh, what am I drinking at home? I've been a big fan of the Allagash 25th anniversary bottled Ooh. beer. Um, I got one of those when I went up when we didn't have the restrictions to go up there this yeah. summer. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up going back a month later and buying like five more of them because <laughs> there was some left because it was delicious. Um, I'm a big Allagash fan. I have some North Sky so uh, in my fridge. Yep. Um, Mass Landing, Gunner's yep. Daughter yep, is also a favorite of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some classic exhibits. Focal Point is our Dunkel beer. Yep. It's a great beer. Um, Bentwater Sluice Juice is also a good yeah, one. That's good. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. So we've been enjoying it. And, you know, I'm a big. Uh, Porter and stout fan, especially this time of year. So oh, for sure. The, the Gunner's Daughter, stuff like that. It's like, a, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Definitely. Second that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to learn more about? I definitely want to learn more about um, quality work and like um, yeast and, you know, yeast pitching, um, yeast counts, stuff like that. Um, har yeast harvesting. Um, kind of just your own use program, stuff like that. And, you know, kind of the microbiology behind beer and that, that kind of nature. That's really everything in the brewery interests me, but that's really what interests me the most. Yeah. So, yeah. That's where I'm at. So nice. Cool. Nice. 
And then uh, we'd like to end every episode with what are you most proud of? I'm just proud to be where I am now. So uh, you know, like yeah. I was saying, I uh, I didn't expect to be where I am this quick. And I'm excited to be there. So definitely. Um, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. Your yeah. Story. Yeah. No, thank, thank you, you for so having much. Me. No problem. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And uh, if, if you yeah. are a woman and you work in the beer industry in any facets, please line up for Pink Boots. Yes. Because we'd love to Agreed. have you. And until next time. Cheers. Yes. Well, if you've made it this far, you know we have some huge news for you this week. Right, Ryan? Sure. Yeah, Ryan has a huge announcement, so tell him. Tell him, Ryan. I like beer. Oh, we did it! We finally got the announcement out of Ryan that he likes beer. Well, I just wanted all our listeners to know that Ryan liked beer, and we want you to follow us on Patreon, all social medias, and uh, we really appreciate everyone that's listening. So, until next week, cheers. cheers!